0: So, after recording this video, I realized that I got my pH values mixed up. I was speaking as if uh, the caustic um, was on the lower pH scale and that the acidics were on the higher pH scale. Either way, it doesn't affect the video um, at all. Um, I think what was found is really cool and I hope you all enjoy this. Um, just stick it just stick it through to the end. because. I think it's some powerful stuff. Anyway, thanks for checking it out. Salt of the earth has a totally new understanding in this moment from here right now. Um, so okay. Body needs potassium for it to for all the electricity electric circuits to fire properly or, you know I can't put it into into the words uh, needed at, the, at this current time but there's something to that and, and that's that's in the Bible you know we are the salt of the earth so there's a thought to go back to and, it, and you know I <laughs> I just watched um, a video talking all about that about how our, our body needs potassium, and it needs iron, to be strong and healthy, um, anyway, yeah, I think I'm gonna add. all right, yeah, it's the salt of the earth, I gotta find, I gotta find that verse or verses, um, uh, in the Bible, again, that's a thought, there, there's something, there's a lot to that, hey, now that's cool, all right, So also, also, to add to the salt of the earth, uh, thought I just had this thought, and it's it's way out there. I'm gonna, you know, um, it is. But um, I think there's something to it. You know, what if, what if, what the world knows as the cosmos and the luminaries, uh, what if all of nature, everything, what if? everything works together, and, you know, even us, it's a wild thought at the moment, but I know there's something to it, you know, and it's that sense of just knowing or that feeling, um, and that, at this moment in, in time, and history, I don't care at all anymore what, um, how how I'm how I'm viewed or how I'm labeled um you know it just it doesn't matter right now is a, it's a time where everybody's being called to act uh I don't know something to the thought and uh Yeah, I guess that's a thought. Yep. Alright, so uh, concerning the whole salt of the earth and potassium thing, it's like I understand salt is sodium, but I still feel like there's something to it. So so I, I pulled up, see if I can find it again, yeah this is from Harvard University. Can a salt substitute cause high potassium levels? Anyway, what, it, what this article goes on to say it's pretty much about like how you need to lower your salt intake and increase your potassium intake to keep your pH balance. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Let's see if I can, I don't think this is the right article. Nope, uh, no, that wasn't the right article. Yeah, the article was titled Potassium and Sodium Out of Balance, uh, Harvard Heart Litter. Uh, but it had some cool things that it said. Um, the first thing it says is too little potassium and too much sodium is bad for the heart and general health. And it says, let's see, potassium and sodium are a dynamic duo. Potassium and sodium are essential for life. Molecular pumps that pull potassium into cells and push sodium out create a chemical battery that drives the transmission of signals along nerves and powers the contraction of muscles. Potassium and sodium help the kidneys work properly. They are important for energy production and fluid balance. And researchers are beginning to tease out, I don't care what researchers say, okay? (laughs) We're all researchers. Uh, Let's see. And some people, especially those with high blood pressure, heart failure, or impaired kidney function, the kidneys hang on to sodium no matter what, further complicating the picture. One way to flush sodium out of the body is by getting more potassium. An interesting report from blah, 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 I don't care. Uh, It says, um, changing the balance between potassium and sodium can help the heart and arteries. Let's see what else. Okay, that's pretty much it, but, um, yeah, so that's that, so potassium and sodium work together, so salt of the earth, I don't know, I just know there's something to it, next I'm going to see what the Bible has to say, I know, I pulled up something, I think it, uh, we are the salt of the earth, is mentioned in Matthew chapter 5, I believe, so I'm going to read that next, and then we'll go from there. Okay, so Matthew chapter five, New King James Version. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and and actually before I start this, so this was the first uh, thing that popped up when I typed in the phrase "salt of the earth" uh, into BlueLetterBible.org. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on looking, but first I'm gonna read this this whole chapter, not just the verse. Um, thanks to my grandma, I've, I'm getting better in that practice instead of just. You know, cherry picking verses to back up whatever we're trying to get at. We read the whole chapter so we can really have an understanding of what the verse really says. You know what I mean? Alright, so, Matthew chapter 5 verse 1. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven but whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you, that whoever is angry with his brother, without a cause, shall be in danger of the judgment, and whoever says to his brother, "Raka," shall be in danger of the council. I'm gonna stop right there. Do you do you notice that "Raka"? That's um, uh, what was it? It's uh, it's close to the firmament. It means, oh crap! I want to look that up now. Anyway, let's continue, Matthew chapter 5, verse 22. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. That's powerful right there. That's powerful right there because what do trolls do? You know, what do trolls do? They never listen to you and they call names. That's the first thing they do. You start speaking truth. They start to blaspheme. They start to, they start to call names. You know. I'm gonna repeat that. But whoever says you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. Matthew chapter five twenty three. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First, be recon- re- reconciled to your brother. And then come and offer your gift. See, only light can drive out darkness. You know, you can't, you can't end an argument by lashing out the tongue and calling names. You have to be the quote-unquote bigger man or whatever. You know, um, Matthew chapter five, twenty-four. Leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First, be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge. The judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. So what that's telling me is like, we're not going to live this life without, um, without persecution. And uh, anyway, so going on. Uh, Matthew, chapter five, twenty-seven. You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you, for it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. Furthermore, it has been said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that whoever divorces his wife with any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a woman who is divorced commits adultery. This whole world has committed adultery unless man, that's a tough one. You know, is there anybody out there listening that can say that if they have only had one partner and they are still with that partner and they will be with that partner until they die. We are all we are all short of the glory of the kingdom. All of us. Matthew chapter five, verse thirty three. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oath to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Now, I want to clarify right there, swearing is not cuss words, okay? A swear can be any any words put together in a sentence. Um, it's about cursing, curses and blessings, um, and, and I really... I think that needs to be um, come back to I need to um, what there's another verse uh, that that specifically talks about how our tongue is like a double-edged sword that can either speak that can either cut somebody down or, or build somebody up you know speaking blessings or speaking curses and that's what that's talking about um, and I'll, re- I'll repeat it Matthew chapter 5 verse thirty three. Again you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oath to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes, and your no be no. Or, excuse me Matthew chapter 5 verse 37 but let your yes be yes and your no no for whatever is more than these is from the evil one so don't be wishy-washy never be wishy-washy don't you know cut right through the bush you know ain't nobody got time for for beating around the bush you know let your yays be yays and your nose be no's it's very cut and dry it's very black and white it's clear okay matthew chapter five verse thirty eight You have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you not to resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek turn the other to him also um i wanna I wanna clarify like Jesus never had to throw punches in any type of debate he He used scripture, he used words, you know um okay, so keep on going uh let's see. Let's see, where was I? I apologize. Okay, Matthew chapter 5, verse 40. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile with him too. I apologize, it's B, just one. (coughs) Matthew chapter 5, verse 41. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow you Borrow from you, do not turn away. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those, who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if, and if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. So that was Matthew chapter five and now I'm gonna see what else I can find about the salt of the earth. All right. All right, I believe I still have it pulled up. I looked in uh, blueletterbible.org. I just searched in the New King James Version for the word salt. Um, Quite a bit comes up. Uh, I tried recording Um, I'm just gonna go through and try what I tried already and just read them off Genesis chapter 14 verse 3 all these joined together in the valley of Siddim, that is the salt sea Genesis 19 26 but his wife looked back behind him and she became a pillar of salt that's I believe when Sodom and Gomorrah was burned up with with, the brimstone Let's see, Leviticus chapter 2 verse 13 And every offering of your grain offering You shall season with salt You shall not allow the salt of the covenant of your God To be lacking from your grain offering With all your offerings you shall offer salt um, That that stood out to me earlier um, Because It's like if you eat too much salt Then your body becomes acidic uh, and cancers, I, I believe, is what I'm understanding. And so it's like, so put the salt on on your sacrifices. You know, don't eat it. Put it on your sacrifices. I don't know. That's just what it was saying to me. Uh, Numbers chapter 18, verse 19. All the heave offerings of the holy things, which the children of Israel offered to the Lord, I have given to you and your sons and daughters with you as an ordinance forever. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord with you and your descendants with you. Numbers chapter thirty four verse three. Your southern border of your southern border shall be from the wilderness of Zen along the border of Edom. Then your southern border shall extend eastward to toward eastward to the end of the Salt Sea. Numbers 34:12. the border shall go down along the Jordan, and it shall end at the salt sea. Uh, this shall be your land with its surrounding boundaries. Deuteronomy, chapter 3, verse 17, the plain also, with the Jordan as the border, from Chenareth, Chin- as far as the east side of the sea, of the Arabah, the salt sea, below the slopes of Pisgah. And I'm reading all of these because, you know, this isn't all, all for me. You know what? I'm looking for something particular, but maybe someone else needs to hear something else from this. You know, I don't know. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 23. The whole land is brimstone, salt, and burning. It is not sown, nor does it bear, nor does it, nor does any grass grow there, like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and his wrath. I'm gonna read that one again. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 23. The whole land is brimstone, salt and burning. So that, that reminds me of our temple. You know, the body being the temple. It's like if, if you have too much salt in there, it's too acidic, it's gonna burn up. You're gonna be you know, sweating out those toxins or trying to, you're gonna feel like you're on fire. I, yeah, I don't know. I think there's something to that anyway. Um, Joshua chapter 3 verse 16 that the waters which came down from upstream stood still and rose in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zereton. So the waters that went down into the sea of Araba, the salt sea, failed and were cut off and the people crossed over opposite Jericho. hold on I'm gonna try to pause it for a second I don't think I'm gonna be quick enough all right I apologize for that let's try to continue on okay so let's see I was at what was it Joshua 12:3. Mm, yes okay this is still talking about borders Joshua 15 2 southern border began at the shore of the yeah still talking about lands Joshua 15 East border salt sea yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking I'm not looking for the salt sea I'm looking for mentions of salt and, and being Joshua 15 Joshua 18 yeah salt sea okay here let's see what the judges uh, chapter 9 verse 45 so Ab- Abimelech so Abimelech fought against the city all that day. He took the city and killed the people who were in it, and he demolished the city and sowed it with salt. So there again we're having salt being mentioned with, with death, essentially. Okay, Second Samuel chapter 8, verse 13. And David made himself a name when he returned from killing 18,000 Syrians in the Valley of Salt there again, death, salt, there's a connection, I swear there is, and why is there sodium in everything, you know what I mean, I gotta find a better spot to do this, hold on, I gotta pause it again, okay, alright, let's go, let's try it, alright, I apologize again, okay, but I think we're getting somewhere, okay, so now we're at Second Kings, um, chapter 2, verse 20, and he said, bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Okay, but let's let's see what's going on there. <clears throat> what is he doing with the salt? All right, so let's just read this whole chapter real quick. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, let's see. Yeah, why not? Okay, here we go. If you can bear with me, let's see what he's doing with the salt. We're going to start uh, at verse 1. So... 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass, when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, Uh, struck the water and it was divided this way and that so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was when they crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you seem, if you see me, when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you, but if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses on of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven, and Elisha saw it, and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So we saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord of God of Elijah? And when he, and when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Then they said to him, Look, now there are fifty strong men with your servants. Please let them go and search for your master. Lest perhaps the spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he said, You shall not send anyone. So right there it's like they're saying, oh, he got caught up in a storm, you know, like they're not believing, you know, they don't understand what what happened, Um, and and that's why I said, you shall not send anyone, like there's no need to, y'all just don't understand what happened, you know, okay, anyway, uh, verse 17, but when they urged him, uh, till he was ashamed, he said, send them, therefore, it's like, yeah, okay, whatever, go ahead, send your people, you know, if you don't want to believe me, whatever, just go, just go, you know what I mean? Alright, so let's continue. But when they urged him till he was ashamed, he said, Send them. Therefore, they sent fifty men, and they searched for three days, but did not find him. Oh, no, nope, can wonder, you know. <laughs> um, and when they came back to him, for he had stayed in Jericho, he said to them, Did I not say to you, Do not go? Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Please notice the situation of this city is pleasant. As my Lord sees, but the water is bad and the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. Okay, now we're getting to it. Okay, so, okay, so this is not talking. Okay, anyway, holy, okay. And he said, Bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water and cast in the salt there and said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water. From it there shall be no more, no more death or barrenness. So it's like he was like, this is what I see um raising the pH level the water was too caustic so nothing was growing or you know nothing could live in it if you know is sodium acidic let let, okay hold on I gotta pause this we're coming back to this yeah so that's the question um is sodium acidic most of y'all somebody out there probably knows okay so this is what I just pulled up Uh, so sodium sodium hydroxide is a strong base in concentrated form its pH can go up to somewhere in the region of 13 and 14 On contact with the skin, in this form, it will leave severe burns and severe tissue damage. All bases have uh, OH negative ions, while acids have H plus ions. <laughs> yeah, so it's so it's like even Google ain't even giving a straight answer. It didn't in the first place, too. By the way, it said it was trying to talk some crap or whatever, not being clear. You know how Google does, beating around the bush and stuff, trying to hide truth, hide knowledge, anyway, okay, back to the video, or podcast, whatever, back to the verses, alright, so, let's try to keep on going, okay, so, uh, we left off with, uh, Elisha, um, uh, healing the water with salt, okay, so now back to where we were before, okay so let's see okay so the next time salt comes up uh, in this little list on blueletterbible.org is 2nd Kings chapter 14 verse 7 he killed 10,000 Edomites in the valley of salt and took Selah by war and called its name Jokdil to this day so there's there we have death and salt again uh, let's see is that first oh first chronicles first chronicles wait what sometimes I have moments where I feel like I get um, yeah I get names of uh, the bible books mixed up oh come on phone. Huh? okay so anyway first chronicles chapter 18 verse 12 moreover Abishai the son of Zeruiah killed 18,000 Edomites in the valley of salt oh yeah I just read that one didn't I oh no oh that was 2nd Kings chapter 14 verse 7 that I just read he killed 10,000 Edomites in the valley of salt 1st Chronicles chapter 18 verse 12 moreover uh, Abishai the son of a, that's a hard name killed 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt 2nd Chronicles chapter 13 verse 5 should you not know that the Lord God of Israel gave the dominion over Israel to David forever to him and his sons by a covenant of salt hmm. alright let's see if I can keep this going okay let's see okay Um, 2nd Chronicles chapter 25 verse 11 Um, he went to the valley of salt and killed 10,000 of the people of Sarah Ezra I believe that's what it is I wish it would spell it out instead of having to yeah Ezra I just want to be sure I don't want to misquote chapter 6 Ezra chapter 6 verse 9 and whatever they need young bulls rams and lambs for the burnt offerings of the of the god of heaven wheat salt wine and oil according to the request of the priests who are in jerusalem let it be given them day by day without fail see a lot of these it's like you have to read the whole verse or the whole chapter to really understand what's going on um ezra chapter 7 uh, verse 22 Up to 100 talents of silver, 100 cores of wheat, 100 baths of wine, 100 bass of oil, and salt without prescribed limit. Yeah, again, prob- I believe talking about offerings. Uh, let's see. Job chapter 6, verse 6. Can flavorless food be eaten without salt? Hickey. Yeah. Or is there any taste in the white of an egg? Okay, Psalm chapter 60, verse 1. Uh, Joab returned and killed 12,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. There we have death and salt again. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 6. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. Death, salt, it's like a theme. Oreo, what are you doing? Come on, man. Apologize. Um, Let's see, Ezekiel. Oh, yeah okay Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 4 as for your nativity on the day you were born your navel cord was not cut nor were you washed in water to cleanse you you were not rubbed with salt nor wrapped in swaddling cloths man it's hard to make sense all this without reading the chapters I mean it Uh, Ezekiel chapter 43 verse 24 When you offer them before the Lord the priest shall throw salt on them and they will offer them up as a burnt offering to the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 47 verse 11 But its swamps and marshes will not be healed they will be given over to salt. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 You are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its flavor how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. That's that's one of the main ones I'm trying to make sense of, too. <coughs> Let's see. Uh, the next one is Mark, I believe. Yeah. Excuse me. Mark chapter 9, verse 49. For everyone will be seasoned with fire, and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Mark chapter 9, 50. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its flavor, how will you season it? Have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. I'm really starting to believe it's all about having a balance in your in your body, in your pH. You know, you can't be too caustic and you can't be too acidic. Alright, Luke. Chapter 14, verse 34. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? uh, Let's see. Woo! L-O-B. Colossians, chapter 4. Let's see. Isn't it frustrating when your phone is just not working that good? Okay. Colossians... I do apologize. Yeah, Colossians. I had to make sure I was saying that right. Alright. So, Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. We're almost done. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. And then we got one more. Uh, This is... Uh, James chapter 3, let's see, James chapter 3, verse 12, can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs, thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh, yeah, you can't be wishy-washy, right, You, you, you gotta pick a side. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. If you're not on God's team, you're on the other. And I believe that's just how it works. That, Well, okay, so that was the last one that came up for salt. I'm sure there's more. I've noticed that in these searches, a lot of times it doesn't bring up every, every verse that has what you're looking for in it. And I don't know what's that about, but... This is an internet device, you know. So, all right. So, okay. So, where do we go from here? Okay, I feel like this is what I learned. I feel like it's all about um, keeping your balance uh, in, in in your temple. You know, we are the temple of of Jesus. It has nothing to do about a building. You know, um, I'm not saying gathering and worship is not. Beautiful and, and needed, and um, yeah. So okay, that's that's what I think I, I learned is it's all about balance. It can't be too caustic. You can't be too acidic. But I really I want to know about potassium. Like I'm thinking about some another video. That's what led to me thinking about salt, and after hearing so many times it being the salt of the earth. trying to make sense of it you know all right hey thanks thanks for watching listening you know whatnot whatever this turns into uh thank you i'll update and see and uh, i don't know i don't think this is over but maybe this little little session is all right well thanks for listening bye be good to one another